0: Welcome to The Stoic Lawyer. My name is Kristen.
1: And I'm Brian.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back. Um, Today, we are going to uh, veer a little bit Um, off of our usual path of pulling out a um, passage from a specific Stoic text. Um, And instead, we're going to talk about something that Brian encountered while he was traveling recently. Um, Brian just got back from several days in Montana. Is that right? Uh,
1: Colorado and Wyoming.
0: Sorry, wrong state. Colorado and Wyoming, yes. Um, And he went to lots of different um, cities out there and had some interesting experiences. And one of them um, jumped out to him uh, with in the context of, of Stoicism. So he's going to tell you guys a little bit about that, and then we're going to talk about it.
1: Yeah, I went to um, a rodeo in Cody, Wyoming. And I'm sad to say, I think it was the first rodeo I've ever attended, although it won't be my last. Um, I really enjoyed it. <clears throat> anyway, on the way in, um, uh, a young man was standing there offering programs, and I said, how much? He said, $5. I looked at my wallet. I had a 10. And he said, that's okay. I'll sell you two. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell it wasn't his first rodeo selling uh, rodeo selling programs. programs. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, I bought a program and I was flipping through before the, before the uh, thing got going and ran across the cowboy prayer. Now I had not read this. And in doing some um, brief research, there are a few different versions of this, but in any event... This seems to be a common prayer, even either recited just before uh, by the participants, either just before rodeo or, or um, um, I guess, by the crowd. Although we didn't, this this prayer wasn't uh, part of the public presentation. Uh, anyway, I know it sounds strange. We're sourcing a um, a cowboy prayer, from a, a, a
0: prayer from a rodeo, from a rodeo and, program, and. Um
1: In Cody, Cody, Wyoming, Montana. But it really struck me, so I'm going to read it uh, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Our gracious and heavenly Father, we pause in the midst of this festive occasion, mindful and thoughtful of the guidance that you have given us. As cowboys, Lord, we don't ask for any special favors. We ask only that you let us compete in this arena as in life's arena. We don't ask to never break a barrier or to draw a round of steer that's hard to throw or a shoot-fighting horse, or a bull that is impossible to ride. We only ask that you help us compete as honest as the horses we ride and in a manner as clean and pure as the wind that blows across this great land of ours. So when we do make that last ride that is inevitable for us all to make to that place up there where the grass is green and lush and stirrup high and the water runs cool, clear, and deep, you'll tell us as we ride in that our entry fees have been paid. These things we ask, Amen.
0: So, Brian, when you saw that in the in the program, I mean, I, I immediately recognized some some things that jump out to me as relating to Stoic philosophy. What what was the first thing that struck you?
1: It, it was the 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 line, um, "We don't ask for any special favors." You know, it just I I just what really touched me is that in this prayer, they're not asking to win, <laughs> they're not asking for any uh, particular luck. It's just to compete, and so uh, I it, it struck me as, as um, containing a strong dose of stoicism, just in the sense that it's it's very, um, very practical, very realistic. It's like some stuff's gonna go wrong, you know. Uh, we're gonna have a bad day, and that's it's it's not even asking that that not happen.
0: Well, in in the context of <clears throat> excuse me, in of bull riding in a rodeo, that could be a bad day. Could be. Quite a quite a dangerous bad day, right? And even in this context, they're they're not asking that that never happen. Right. Right. They're just they're just saying they want to compete and they want to, they just want to have the ability to do that. That's it's that important to them.
1: And and understanding that there's going to be one last time that that gets to happen. You know, it can't go on forever. Just the reality of it, and I think that the, the well, um we've you know
0: that kind of goes back to our um episode a couple of weeks ago about. Um, Marcus Aurelius and his mule driver.
1: Exactly, and that's that's why that's part of what made me think about it. It's that you know this is going to end one day. This does not go on forever. We're all going to die. We're all going to have our last rodeo, uh, literally or figuratively. Um, but it just really struck me, and in watching the competitors too, I do I do want to uh, give them props because there were multiple times where. I think the task at hand was impossible. It, one of the uh, the cow, cowgirl roping, uh, and if you've never seen it, I think you can, can imagine this easily enough. There's a little chute where a, a calf uh, comes darting out and then you know someone on horseback's riding behind trying to rope it, right? And um, at one point, the calf shot out of there with lightning speed. Uh, the, the one on horseback was clearly very skilled and clearly a very... Um, athletic animal, her horse that is, and she took off and could not catch it. <laughs> that the calf ran from one end of the crowd to the other, right out the gate <laughs> on the other side, and she didn't even throw the rope. There was no chance. And the he, announcer actually commented on it. I think with the, his comment was, "Wow, that uh, that little calf just outran that thirty thousand dollar horse." <laughs> but <clears throat> but I looked at, at her. I watched her after. And she just turned her horse around and trotted back to sort of the holding area without any particular obvious aggravation. I mean, clearly she wanted to catch the thing, but I didn't see a single
0: no, like bad sportsmanship. Not like, a second, like,
1: yeah. yeah, not a second of bad sportsmanship in the entire two hours we were there.
0: And we see that very, very frequently in other uh,
1: everywhere else. Literally, yeah, <laughs> baseball has more in ten minutes than this rodeo had in two hours. Yeah.
0: So maybe, uh, maybe cowboys. Uh, maybe cowboys have the have the right idea.
1: Now I don't know what they were thinking when this stuff went wrong. Yeah. But I, I watched the way they behaved, and there were there were some injuries. Um, I don't think, if, as far as I can tell, nothing terribly serious. Everyone um, did end up, you know, leaving under their own power. Although there were there were some injuries, um, but the only the closest thing I saw to to. Um non-acceptance of, of some outcome was there was some sort of foul during one of the events and I, I didn't know enough about it to, to understand what had happened. And the cowboy kind of trotted over to the judge asked, a, it was clearly about a three word question. The judge gave about a two word answer and the cowboy turned around and trotted off, but there <laughs> appeared no, it, it seemed like just a moment of clarification. Like was that? And the yep, that was okay. And that was it. Um, but I just love this prayer because it, it just acknowledges that the point is to compete. You know, we get caught up in results. And we've talked about that before was with lawyer. I that's wiring. something
0: we've talked about quite a bit with attorneys. You know, yeah.
1: the results. I mean, the results will take care of themselves because sometimes they will be positive. Sometimes they will not be. But the the idea here is that we just get to do it. and And if you're an attorney who loves being an attorney, sometimes that should be enough. You know, you're getting... In the arena.
0: Getting I, to getting to practice, getting to participate.
1: Yeah, if this were the lawyer prayer, maybe we'll, we'll write a version. <laughs> it, it wouldn't include, you know, ask for a... Uh, uh, or maybe we'd include, yeah, let's we'll see. We don't, we don't ask never to have a witness recant on the stand or something. You know, because it's happened.
0: Well, it's going... And not, it's not going only to has happen, it happened, but I think the bigger point is it's going it's to happen. It's
1: going to happen. Right, yeah. so
0: there's, there's no point in asking or in in hoping for a practice of law where there are never challenges or adversities because that's not what's going to happen. So you, you can sit back and hope for that and want that, but but that's not productive to preparing for dealing with it and enjoying your practice.
1: Right. Yeah. If that's the aspiration, you're going to be disappointed a lot. Um, and I, I don't know, this just really resonated with me. Um, and not only did I like reading it, thinking about it, but watching them out there, they embodied it, which was also neat to see. Um, you know, so I, I really respected what they did, um, how they handled themselves at the rodeo, and then just thinking about applying this, you know, to, to my daily life, I don't know, I just think this was a, a kind of a cool thing that I had never run across before, although I understand in the cowboy world, there are a couple slight versions of this, different versions, but that, um, that this is pretty well known.
0: Well, I I'm really glad that you that you saw this and and shared it with us because one of the things that I enjoy the most about our conversations about not only stoicism specifically, but just general wisdom and and, and words to live by and different things that you and I encounter <clears throat> that we try to incorporate into into our lives is that and we we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but there seem to be these these recurring themes and, and almost like universal i guess wisdom or or i don't know if they're universal truths or just universal practices but we find these themes through in so many different um contexts and philosophies you know from <clears throat> excuse me from christianity to stoicism to even even people who we talk about sometimes how people that we've known just live their lives in a way that is seemingly consistent with with some particular practice or philosophy or religion, who've never studied it, yeah, right. And so all of the way, the way that all of these things are intertwined, and we see these themes come up in all these different areas, is something I really enjoy uh, talking about. And we've we've talked about doing a, a longer episode on on that in more detail at some point. But mm-hmm. but that's one of the reasons I I enjoy this so much.
1: Yeah, but and I think that's one of the reasons for the resurgence in um, popularity of Stoicism is that it resonates. In a lot of different contexts, with a lot of different people um, over a, a long period of time.
0: Okay, guys, well, thanks for listening this week, and we'll see you next time.